Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Stationary Freaks podcast with myself, Rob Lambert and of course... Me, Helen Azoski. How are you doing then, Helen? I'm doing really well, thanks, Rob. Yeah, you? Yeah, good, good. And today we've got a pretty interesting topic, hopefully. We're going to do the sort of Desert Island Discs version with stationery. So, you know, one of those five things we would have with us on a desert island, which will be interesting. Uh, you've got yours all lined up, have you, Alan? I have. I I have to be honest, This I should say this came about because it, the idea of limiting yourself to stationery and the constraints of if you couldn't have everything and all the things that I, you know, Rob mocks me with all my stickers and all the rest of it. And it was that kind of conversation that got me thinking, I wonder if you could only have a few things, what what would it be? And then I didn't know what it would be for me. So I, that was worth it. I'm glad we had the... Is it a voyage of discovery for me? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've maybe pushed the boundaries of um, what's acceptable for the constraints of this challenge slightly. Oh, there's a surprise, Rob. You took the rules and you threw them out the window. Exactly. But, well, you know, you can, you, can, you can chat me down if you wish about some of these things. I think that's a fair challenge. And, of course, at the end of the, the podcast, hopefully you, you've had a great journey through this with us. It'd be really interesting to hear what your five things would be. And you can find us on uh, Instagram at Stationary Freaks UK and we're on Facebook as well. I was going to say, I would really like to know what other people would take because I think this is an exercise. When you actually stop and think, okay, if I could pick up five things from, from my study, my little nest of stationery, I think when you concentrate, it's really, really interesting. So I'd be really interesting if other people have that same experience. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, um, a lesson in minimalism for people who have thousands of stationary things. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. It was very, very hard. Um, but before we get into that, what's keeping you busy in your stationary world? So I'll be honest, Rob, you kept me busy in my stationary world. I saw on your Cultivated Life YouTube channel, I don't, I'll confess I don't watch every single one of your oh, videos, but I did watch this one particularly, and it really grabbed me because you had this giant A3 notebook. And you explained it, why you use it. And it just, I'm like, I need one of those. That is, that is a thing that my life is missing. And yeah. So how did you stumble across that, Rob? Just. Well, you know, I, I, I follow a lot of stationary accounts on Instagram and Pinterest. And, you know, they're forever seeing this sort of like inspiring landscape of stuff that you could do. And, you know, we only have so much time, energy and attention. And one stood out to me on Pinterest. I can't exactly remember who it was, but they were using graph paper as study notes and they were putting them into a ring binder. And then each page was a different topic of science. I think it was that they were studying. And so I bought a load of graph paper and I tried it for a while and I just thought, nah, this is just not me. There's not enough room. It just doesn't feel right. And then I saw somebody who'd been doing these sort of technical maps on graph paper. You can see where this is going now. Pinterest feeds you stuff that you're interested in. <laughs> and these technical drawings were brilliant. They were like super detailed, really neat lines, nice boxes, proper calligraphy. It was, it was just wonderful. And I thought, I really like that, but I know mine is not going to look like that. At the end, it's going to be a big scrawl. Great personal awareness there, Rob. Great personal awareness. Yeah, absolutely. And this same person had been using A3 paper to sort of sketch it out before they turned it into these technical drawings. And that's where it struck me. I thought, you know what? I'm going to give that a go. 
I was actually in home bargains of all places. Um, don't know whether you get that across the world, but home bargains is kind of like a, a cheap bargain shop for the home. Obviously, it says it in the title. In there, I spotted this A3 sketch pad, and I thought, that's perfect. So I bought it. I think it was about £8, something like that. It wasn't ridiculously expensive. The paper's grey. It's a really nice-looking book. Uh, I'll include a link to the video. You can you can see it in the video. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of mind maps. And A4, I was just running out of room. So some of the topics I'm studying might be, you know, interpersonal communication. Big, big topic. Um, but A3 gives you enough room to explore that in some depth with mind maps and little doodles and drawings. Then I need to find some way of indexing to the next page or all the other relevant topics. Yeah. And I've been using it for the last week and a half. This is my new personal knowledge management system, essentially. And it's been brilliant. It's really good. The real estate is just enough room. Um, some topics go nowhere near filling it. And then others, you know, they get to the edges and I have to move on to the next page. Loved it. Really good. And in the video, the, there's just, I gave like six reasons for switching to an analog system. One of the most important ones is actually the tagline from Field Notes, which is, I'm writing it down to remember it now, not for the future. Yeah. And that, to me, is exactly why I do it. And I've been through a really dull topic yesterday called Fear, Fact, and Faith-Based Investing. <laughs> Don't ask me why. <laughs> I remembered all of it by the end of it, just doodled it out. It was, it was great. Yeah, really, really good. Oh, excellent. Well, sorry, I, that was really your thing but for me that was i just wanted to know more about that so that's the thing that's obsessing me this week on stationery have you what's obsessing you rob apart from this well my wife bought me a really nice fountain pen from i think it was for my 21st birthday which for those that know me was quite a long time ago and i have never used it really i was always worried about ruining it and this shows how long i've been a stationery freak i mean the, the fact that she bought me a fountain pen for my 21st and it's a beautiful Waterman Paris pen. It's a really oh. nice pen. Waterman, lovely. I'm a bit of a fan. Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful metal, you know, stainless steel, I think it is. And it's it's just wonderful. But like I said, I've never used it. So I bought a pot of ink and I tried to fill it up. And as you can imagine, it didn't quite go as I'd planned. Oh, dear Lord, really? Yeah, so it's it's got one of those cartridges on the inside where you twist the sort of valve and it sucks the ink yeah. up out of the pot oh, it went everywhere it was just an absolute disaster as you would imagine anything that I put my hand towards <laughs> it was actually quite entertaining and I wish I'd filmed it but um <laughs> you didn't expect it to go south so no, fast I expect. no no it was a, definitely a learning curve and, and after I'd cleared up the ink and after <laughs> after I'd had a shower it was that bad um it's beautiful. It's amazing. So that's what's occupied me. Real ink, real cartridge in a oh. real fountain pen. Love them. 20-odd yeah. years old. I'm not going to say exactly how old this pen is. Ooh. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. Indeed. Right. No more solo waffle about stationery from us. Uh, we're going to move on to solo waffle about stationery on a desert island instead. Yeah. So we're each going to go through our five chosen stationary items. And I know some of you will argue that mine have pushed the boundaries too far. So we'll start with Helen. What's your number one thing you would have if you were stranded on a desert island? So is this, am I supposed to prioritise them, Rob? I didn't do that. I didn't read the brief uh, well enough. Well, maybe not prioritise, actually. No, I don't, I don't think there's necessarily a priority okay. to this list. No, That's but good. what's your number one? So at the top of my list, the first thing I wrote down is um, 
the mark and fold desk pads that I got in a little set. Do you remember a while, oh, a while ago now? Oh, yeah. We, mark and fold were gloriously kind to us and gave us a little discount, which we went ahead and spent ludicrously. And I bought a little set. And one of the things that came in that set that I didn't think I would use was a little desk pad. And it's only probably a, a five size, probably. And I have used it ridiculously amount and I have it now on my desktop all the time I use it as a scratch pad I'm hoping I've got enough pages left to last me through till Christmas and then I'm going to treat myself in January for a brand new one because it's been amazing I just hadn't expected I didn't know I was missing it and that's always a joy isn't it oh yeah that that's the stationary freak way isn't it you <laughs> you sort of almost serendipitously is that the right word you you stumble across something that you don't really need but you like the look of it and, and then you use it and you're like, I, I now can't go on a no. desert island without this thing. So that's brilliant. Absolutely. I I, I love it with a passion. It's ridiculous. And and in fact, I if I look down now, it's in front of me and I've been doodling all over it. I've got my notes <laughs> all over it. I've got, I mean, I, I don't know if you remember, Rob, when we worked together, um, I doodle because my brain wants pictures. Yeah. It wants to be doing something and it helps me think. So every page I ever have, off every page, I can finish it, screw it up, throw it away horrible waste of trees theoretically but this is scratch paper this is what i would be expecting to use it for anyway so something's got to die uh for me to to manage this function <laughs> and this is the thing that i have chosen <laughs> uh, yeah and you know what mark and fold we i think we mention them in almost every single episode we have no affiliation yeah no affiliation other than the the, the you know the discount they offered us on on a couple of purchases um, but the when you when you look at their Instagram feed, for example, they are true craftspeople. Yeah, and they've just moved to a new warehouse fulfillment center, and it's it's just the joy of making great stationery. And it's just, it, I mean, it's not cheap, I will say, but you're paying for real quality when you get that stuff. It's spot on. And that's the point. I would never have bought a desk pad, uh, a luxury desk pad, because I don't need it ever. First thing I wrote down, and this will be no surprise to anyone, and I've cheated slightly here, is oh. I would take with me a bumper pack of yellow legal pads. <laughs> now, the reason I can get away with this as one item is I always buy them in packs of 10. So I'm going to take with me one 10 pack of yellow legal pads. Does that count or have I really cheated there? I, I can see how this is going to go, Rob. I've <laughs> explicitly, uh, you, you threw them out the window and they were, what would I like? <laughs> Well, what I'm assuming is that obviously on this desert island, we're, we're able to have like one shipment of something containing those five things. Um, so, yeah, for me, the other legal pad, whether I'm allowed all 10 or just one, I'll, I'll have to just make do with one. Is that your scratch pad, effectively? Because that's what you use for everything, isn't it, as a starting point? Well, it's kind of a scratch pad, but because I have so many of them, you know, I use one for work. So I've got one sat next to me on my work desk. And that is for everything. You know, I use the Cornell note-taking method within that. I've got one that um, is kind of a journal. So I use it as a journal. I've got one that is just scratch paddy type stuff. And then I've got another one where I actually write out books in it. Yeah. So they serve every purpose. And you know what? I was inspired. In, in fact, in our very first newsletter, we uh, shared a link to Jerry Seinfeld, who's basically wrote the whole of Seinfeld and all of his jokes in yellow legal pads. Yeah. There's just something about the color. And I was actually researching for those that are sort of neurodiversity um, that actually sometimes having that colored paper is a good way of retaining information. And it certainly works for me. 
blue ink on a yellow notepad so that's my number one um what about your second one okay so i feel (laughs) i feel there's it looks like there's a theme developing but it's really not um so it's another mark and fold thing and i i am aware that this appears to be favoritism but so in that little kit i got something (laughs) again i thought wasn't going to be hugely revolutionary it's it's called a blackwing natural pencil and you have to sharpen it. It's not a mechanical pencil or anything exciting like that. It's a bog standard pencil. But I use it for all sorts of things. I find it deeply pleasing to use pencil on paper, and particularly if I'm doodling. But this, for, I don't know whether it's the you know HB level or whatever, but it's particularly dark. And I really like that against scratch pads. So I've usually, unless I'm making... Um, business notes i would prefer to write in pencil so yeah i've mark and fold did me messed me up good rob i know they've got you hooked haven't they it's like a drug (laughs) yeah yeah no but i saw those pencils on the website actually they did look really good they're better than they look they are pleasing and it should just be another bloody pencil right and it's just not wow they're doing a good job is is your whole list from mark and fold by the way or Actually, no, that it, that's the end of my marketable <laughs> world. But but I do feel ridiculously slightly irritated that they've managed to get to me because I like to think of myself as impenetrable as far as uh, marketing stuff goes. And they were good. I mean, that's a really good technique, guys. Send us your actual stuff. And the problem is it's so good that I then want more. Well, you know what I chose for my number two? It was similar to you, but I've, again, sort of pushed the boundaries of this because I figure, you know, we're stuck on a desert island. We don't know how long we're going to be there for. So I have decided to take with me the largest pack of pencils that I could possibly find. Okay. um, So that I don't run out of pencils because, frankly, we might be there for three years and, well, we're going to have to resort to using, you know, blood and other (laughs) inky-based liquids to doodle and draw so i've gone for um basically a giant box of stapler uh, i do like the stapler pencils norris school pencils my go-to pencil of choice and again if i'm only allowed one that's fine but it's definitely a pencil of some sort i have to say i didn't think this through very well because my one pencil and my one pad are not going to last very long exactly i didn't think about the longevity i also have not got the pencil sharpener on there that inevitably i would require uh-huh. so there was a, a lack of forward planning on this, Rob, I have to be honest, for my part. Indeed, and don't think that you're going to steal mine if we happen to be trapped together. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I could, I could slum it down with the Statlers, but I, I do like those pencils too. But it's not by any means my favourite. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, stationary people generally tend to be very generous, except when you're on a desert island and that is the last of your stash, uh, <laughs> in which case they can become quite hostile. So just bear that in mind. Very protective of their remaining legal pads. Like, I know. <laughs> oh, uh, don't touch the legal pad. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, number three. What's your third one then, Helen? Open it up and there'll be my doodles in pencil, will it? <laughs> oh, that would just Ruin. be the... Oh, that's nightmare territory. I know. It ruins your first page and we know how you love... Oh, that joy oh. of opening a new notebook at that first page. You know what would be even worse, though, is if I opened it and inside was bullet journal type stuff. <laughs> You know, one day I'm going to pick apart, I'm going to take the time to sit down and pick apart your videos and the stuff that you do. I reckon you are dangerously close to bullet journaling. You're just pretending that you don't do that. Okay, so my number three, 
So I know you've just mentioned the bullet journal and you'd think my number three would be the bullet journal or at least a blank version of the book that I love for bullet journaling, which is the Art Zen one. But uh, sorry, Zen Art. Zen Art is the, the company that make the, my preferred books for bullet journaling. But when I thought about it, Rob, that's not the book I would take. So if I was on a desert island, I wouldn't need a bullet journal because their limited requirements are, you know, find enough food, find enough water, try not to die. So I thought my list would be short enough, um, but I would need a notepad because, you know, stationary yeah. And the notepad I would choose was this one. So it was a random whim in a shop that I don't even remember. Um, and it's a brand called Perfectly Penned. And it is an A five possibly yeah a five stationary book it's lined the paper is lovely it does fold flat which obviously is one of those things that you really care about in a notepad the cover is really lovely and tactile so it's kind of not suede or or leather or anything or even fake those it's a kind of fabric but it's smooth but textured so i really like it the paper is great it's Good number of pages. Uh, let me just flip through. I think on two hundred and sixty or something like that. And nice. um, yeah, perfectly penned. Very, very pleased with this. If I was going on a desert island, because I could feel I could take the pages out of this without sadness, but have a really good quality piece of paper for whatever it was I was using it for. That's good. And you happen to have uh, stolen very, very many jokes. If you had have gone for a bullet journal, because. I was obviously, you know, why would you? You probably lose track of what day it is, and you know, why would you plan? But you headed me off there with that. That sounds cool. So, do you know what store you got it in? You can't remember where you. No, I did, but I. If, um, it's literally got a, a really cute little um, double P logo, and it's called Perfectly Penned is the brand, and it's smack in the middle of the notebook. It's a beautiful teal color, which is a color I really love. And I'm sure if you Google it, you'll find it. I don't think it's, it's certainly not high-end stationery. So, yeah. And what about your third one, Rob? How, how are you breaking the rules on this one? Well, the, kind of breaking the rules depends what you let me take, really. Um, but the third one, I, I, unlike you, thought notepads, pencils, not pens because they'll run out and I can't refill them. Pencils, though, I can keep sharpening. So item number three for me is ideally i'd like to take a pen knife of some sort you know like a swiss army knife but i guess that's not technically stationary no but if it, if i'd thought of it i would want that too rob so there you I, go. we should allow it as a separate sixth thing maybe all right then so so in terms of that i'll take a craft knife with me because i can still sharpen pencils with that and i can also you know cut out bits of paper and you know chisel away at things as well so it's it's some sort of sharpener knife pen knife yeah. if I'm not allowed that as as the third one but because I've got to keep those pencils sharp somehow and I reckon I've got maybe six months out of those pencils if I'm careful so that's good yeah and I realize now horrifically that I'm gonna to have to barter with you to borrow your craft knife to sharpen my own pencils so yeah and you've only got one as well so <laughs> good luck yeah well yeah, I follow the rules Rob what can I say this is this is taking a very strange turn isn't it this podcast <laughs> <laughs> this is it's, it's not got how I'd expected either, Rob. Okay, so the last thing is much more expected for me. So I have, you'll know I like colour in my life uh, because it helps my memory. Um, mm -hmm. So I have, I don't, and I don't care which pack of these I take, but it's a pack of Tombow 
dual tip brush pens. So on one end is um, a brush tip because that allows me to do all sorts of pretty things that I love and you, you mock. And the other end is just a standard felt tip which allows you to write with stuff. But it gives me, they come in usually in packs of five or six, I think. Um, I'm sure I can get a pack of 20. Um, they do get old and the brush tips die, as I've found for colours I don't use very often. But, and on a desert island, I expect that would hurry up more than I would prefer. But I would want them with me for the joy that they would give me until they ran out and were rubbish. But I, yeah, I love that colour. Nice. I just check in with you there. You said your last one. That, that according to my list, is only your fourth. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My next. Oh, no, that's okay. That's good. I was going to say, I've actually got a head start on you there because I've got one extra item. So. <laughs> No, you said five. When we decided how many, it was five. So the Tombow, I know we mentioned those before, haven't we? Um, yeah, yeah, they look awesome. I haven't got any, but actually when I went, when I went to buy the A3 pad, I actually bought some rip-off versions of Tombow ones um, yeah. from Home Bargains. And they're a bit weak and the colours last about, yeah. you know, 20 minutes, if that. But um, yeah, there's a big array of selection of colours. So yeah, really. Yeah, I don't think you, you, you have to buy Tombow. I mean, I know there's lots and lots of, other ones I happened to have Tombow ones because I bought those to see how much better they were I love them but as they run out I replace them with not official Tombow ones so much as I love the Tombow they're really expensive for yeah. tip pens ultimately and yeah so long as the felt tip pens work I, I think that they're good so the brush tip is nice but other people do brush tips and they do a good job so all right, so my fourth item I'm going to take with me is I figured I'm going to need something to read. I'm also going to need something to read that's going to keep me sane, motivated, and, you know, alive, basically. So I've opted for the Daily Stoic Journal. Oh. So, yeah, I was going to take the Daily Stoic book, but that's not technically stationary. Um, so I thought, well, let's go even better than that. Let's have the journal that has all the prompts and it has some of the stories yeah. and the ideas. But then there's obviously room to journal and those that listen know that I'm a big journaler. So that for me is number four. It's going to keep me sane, keep me grounded, you know, look at what I can control, all those good stoic ideas. Definitely going to need those on a desert island. I love that. I absolutely wish I'd chosen that, Rob. Damn, good choice. Yeah. Well, you're not stealing that one either. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sleep sometime, mate. I'll, I'll just read it to you. It'll be fine. <laughs> okay, so my last choice, and I have... I confess now, having mocked you all the way through this, I have somewhat bent the rules slightly here. So when I thought about what I use over and over and I really wouldn't be without, it's something really ridiculous. So technically, it's a paperweight. But what it actually is, is a smooth stone about five centimetres long and slightly narrower than it is long. And it's one my daughter painted at some point in her life with a black cat. And I use it all the time. And I thought about it and I thought if I was going to take stuff that I use all the time and I wouldn't be without, I wouldn't be without that. So expenses, receipts spend their entire life being weighted down there. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I would take a paperweight, which is both very, very traditional and, and verging on the edge of, is it stationary? I mean, maybe that's one for the listeners. Does a paperweight even count as stationary? That's a good question. Let, let us know in the comments. I mean, I've got a few thoughts around this one. I'm scared to ask, Rob. <laughs> well, you know what? I think the sentimental angle is is why that paperweight is so important to you because I guess what's going through my head is I'm fairly certain I could find a stone on the island. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that 
either, did I? No, and then the second thing is I can fairly certain I'm not going to be doing any expenses or receipts. <laughs> but there's obviously all the other paper that we're taking that we need to weigh down. No, I get it though. Um, there's those little things that you don't often look at though that you just use every single day. Yeah. Um, I mean, just basic stuff like using this metal ruler that I've got. It's not one of my five but it's an everyday kind of use that you yeah. maybe don't always think about. So yeah, I'm all with you on that one. Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. So what's your fifth one then? Or have you got six because you broke those rules too? No, no, no. I've only got five. Um, this fifth one was really a sort of, I guess, a legacy. Obviously, we, we're going to have the journal. That's going to be a legacy of what's going through my mind. But okay. I am uh, learning to draw and to paint and to sketch, basically. So what I would do is I would take a sketch pad uh, dedicated probably a4 sketch pad and what would be interesting here is my drawings would start off with very low quality but with nothing else to do i'd probably get really good at drawing but as the days went past depending on how much food we'd managed to find and you know what was happening on the island those drawings would become slightly more deranged as they went through the notepad as well so i figure this is sort of like a legacy of what it was like on the island i thought you were going to say it was entertainment instead of you know missing tv you can look at your drawings yeah absolutely you can see how your mind alters through uh, through the uh, desert island experience so that to me would be number five sketchpad don't have a particular favorite one in mind i just tend to buy the the cheapest one i can find but that for me is my fifth item that's cool i actually think that was really um i think we both put more thought into that than i had anticipated and actually i found it a really interesting exercise so yeah yeah, definitely. And I don't think I put a lot of thought into it. I think it was quite straightforward to come up with five. But I think in doing the five list, I then started to feel really guilty about all the other stuff that wasn't on the list. <laughs> Are you leaving your children behind, Rob? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, there's only so much room and those yellow legal pads are essential. So my bullet journal, I was not at all sad about. but that And that was really surprising because you'll know I am inseparable from it. So, yeah. But you know what? I was thinking this desert island, depending on how big it is, it wouldn't take as long to find the stationery shop that would be there. <laughs> Paper Chase have got an outlet there, you reckon? Yeah, you know what it's like? Yeah, any city you go to, any town, anywhere in the world, you can guarantee that we would be able to sixth sense our way to a stationery shop of some description. It's like a, a, yeah, this bizarre latent homing device, isn't it? All right. Well, I hope that was entertaining for everybody. It was certainly, I enjoyed that episode. I thought it was a good laugh. But on a serious note, though, there's a lot of stuff that we do use every day. And there's a lot of stuff that we, you know, we could live without it, of course. But there's a lot of stuff that we would probably want to take with us. Yeah, let us know in the comments on what your top five things would be that you would take with you to a desert island. I have a reminder, Rob. Oh, go for it. Because by the time this goes out, it will be nearly going into December. Yes. And I would very much like to remind people that last year, you and I nearly killed ourselves putting together the yeah. <laughs> Stationary Freaks Advent. And it was a little challenge every day. Most of the uh, podcasts are five to ten minutes long. Some of them are really, really short. And they were just a little challenge every day um, to help you get more productive with stationery. Um, so have a look at those. They they will work again this year. And dear God, I'm not doing that again. It nearly killed us, Rob. It was fun, but it was tough, you know, recording, editing, posting, recording, editing. It was just, uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty relentless, wasn't it? But we had great feedback from them and loads of people downloaded them. So yeah. give it a go this year. And with that, we'll say thank you very much. And we will see you in the next podcast. Thanks, Helen. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.